You are listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast. And now, your hosts, Brandon and Jimmy. I'm Brandon. Hello, I'm Jimmy. And this is Almost Got Him, a podcast about Batman the Animated Series. And today's a big one. Uh, today, we aren't just doing a watch on per chance to dream, though. We are celebrating... The 30th anniversary of Batman the Animated Series. It just flew by. It just did. It just did. For those who don't remember, Batman the Animated Series debuted September 5th of 1992. And by the time this episode is released, it will be around or after September 5th. So we've got a couple of things lined up to help celebrate a little bit later in the episode, which I'm looking forward to doing. Um, This episode also will be my last episode as a non-married man. For a minute, I thought you were going to, you were retiring from the podcast. No, no, no. Oh, we good. still have plenty to go, plenty to go. But I will be getting married here very, very soon. Um, Jimmy. So that's the last time we'll ever see him. <laughs> uh, uh, you might see me more. You 50s never know. jokes. Uh, <laughs> Cancel me. <laughs> Jimmy, what are some of your favorite fictional weddings of all time? From TV, from movies, from whatever you want. What are... Tell me some of your favorite weddings. Oh, I'm glad I made a, a list of them so we oh, can talk that, about that, them. That came in handy. Uh, which one should... The most cliched one first that everyone probably knows. Muppets Take Manhattan. That's my first. Kermit and Miss Piggy. It's huge. I mean, the whole last act is they, about their, you know, is about their play. And, and Sesame just, Street even shows up. Everyone shows up. It's just beautiful. And like, even though like... Piggy pretty much catfishes uh, Kermit into actually marrying her. Yeah, because he thought Gonzo would play the, Gonzo would play the minister. Cancel. But uh, yeah, it's 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 wonderful. It it was the first one I thought of. Um, Henson was still alive during that one, right? Yes. yes. Uh, was did he really like doing that movie in particular? Um, I, yeah, I think that's I think Frank Oz directed Muppets mm. Take Manhattan. He did, he did, and that was one of his first. Like he he was like Jim was like, well, you take the reins on this one, Frank, because uh, he helped him on a lot of earlier things. Uh, so that kind of sticks out to me. I actually went to the theater and saw Muppets Take Manhattan with my mom. Oh, nice. How old were you? Uh, well, I don't remember when that came out, but it was a theater that was upstairs at uh, Oxmoor. Oxmoor, I remember the Oxmoor. Uh theaters yes i don't forget what that was called westland or something like that yeah. but uh, i saw that there. i remember it very specifically what are some of your other favorite fictional weddings of all time uh when matthew married uh, mary in downton abbey oh lord <laughs> i'm a downton abbey guy never seen an episode um i'm sure your wedding won't turn out like this but november rain november rain <laughs> that's a pan i should have put that one one of my best i imagine that you probably have the the wedding of jim and pam on there. jim and pam is on my list as well as dwight and angela those are all great weddings from tv shows uh the ending of coming to america oh that's a good one i didn't think about that one. and of course the heartfelt ending uh, to Gremlins 2 when Greta Gremlin marries Bob Cardo, <laughs> which moves me the most. I thought you were about to say The Red Wedding from Game of Thrones. I thought about putting that, but uh, I did not. I did not. Yeah, I put I put a, a, a couple of different ones in here. Uh, I know you're not really a Friends guy, but Chandler Monaco was a big one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the comic books, uh, when Superman finally married Lois Lane, that's a really good one from the late 90s. And when Jean Grey uh, married Scott Summers over in X-Men number 30 back in like 92 or something like that. Um, and of course, Bo and Hope from Days of Our Lives. Come on. These are some classics. Classics. Oh, this is the first thing we've talked about on this con- <laughs> on this 
podcast that my mom could probably add <laughs> some information on. So, if you ever if everyone gets start, Karen, our our numbers are open. One of my mom's stories, the one that the, I guess the ones that are left on the television, are now going straight to streaming. So my oh, mom that's is, Days of Our Lives. Okay, going yeah, to my mom is mad. I think our our friend Megan actually she's named after a character on Days of Our Lives. That is correct. Uh, but my mom is a huge fan. Um, and uh, she's upset that now she has to get the what is it? What the is peacock, she, has to get? she has to get the peacock. Yeah. So she has all kinds of questions for me. About yeah, my dad's peacock. dealing with that right now, but he he already has peacock, so he's he's gonna be okay. Oh, good, good. I've got him on his streaming. So, Jimmy, why don't we get ready to perchance to dream? Uh, this episode, this episode, by the way, was inspired by Detective Comics number six thirty three. Okay, so we have uh, the, we went through this before, I have the DVD about to press play, uh, you're about to, since you're a younger person than me, because I'm ancient, you're going to press uh, enter on your HBO Max remote, <laughs> and let's start the episode Episode 26, uh, Perchance to Dream. And we have the uh, tainted WB logo. <laughs> there goes the eyes. This episode was aired for the first time on October 19th of 1992, directed by the great Boyd Kirkland, and written by uh, Laren Bright. This is, uh, by the way, Kevin Conroy's favorite episode of Batman the Animated oh, Series. Oh, I did not know that. That's yeah. that's a thing. There's a thing, and here comes the Batmobile after these shadowy, no-good-nicks. Well, he does, mo- uh, uh, Kevin Conroy, he does multiple voices in this episode. Does he do his dad on he here? Do- he, oh, that has to be him. That's, that's definitely thinking, him. That's yeah. a slowed down I, version of his well, voice I know, I've ever heard. I, I know Martha is voiced by Adrian Barbeau. Oh, I don't think I knew yeah, that. Yeah. I didn't know she had a, I didn't know she had a line. Yeah, uh, she has must like be a one quick line. line. Okay, it must be a quick line. Yeah. Do we have, oh, we need the uh, subtitles on, I think. I, I thought, I think I turned them on. I don't think oh, they, they don't ha- have music playing on there? I don't think so. And I, here comes the title card right now. Per chance to dream, it's just a bunch of clouds. That's what it is. Yeah, that is. We'll learn our thoughts on that just a little bit later. There's so the, I, I, I'm going to bring this up later, but or I don't know. Maybe I'll bring it up now. So there is a little bit of music over the yes. title card there. Did it sound familiar to you? It is the Mad Hatter theme. Yes, it, it is. It kind of gives it away if you know that, though. It's funny. I never think of this. I think of this episode a lot, and I'll talk more about it later. I never remember that it's a mad, and I'm a Mad Hatter no, guy. Yeah, yeah. But this is my favorite Mad Hatter episode. I always think that this is a scarecrow. It would make sense to be scarecrow. Yeah. But I mean, when you think about Perchance to Dream, and like it is a sort of a Lewis Carroll, like it does, it does track. But because I remember watching this one as a kid, and I always think it's a scarecrow, and it's not. Yeah. It's a Mad Hatter. The show always knows how to do great car chases. By the way, like almost every time we have a car chase, I put that as one of my favorite moments of the episode. Looks great. Looks really good. Did I saw, they just passed up a sign? Could you read it? Uh, that says Carper Carter Oil Storage. Okay, so Something so like he that? is conscious during this part. Yes. Batman taking his time to get up the nice, tower there. Nice and silhouette until he rolled into the into the window, and then it was not silhouette anymore. What do you so think of the animation in this episode? Uh, I think it's all. I think it's all good. Um, nothing really. To me, it's the oh, that's great. That's visual yeah. stuff there. It, to me, it's really like the story of this that really. Oh, this really is one hundred percent story and visual. That's why we went with the watch along. Okay, and I, especially as we get along to the end, mm-hmm. uh, it gets very visual. And here's uh, commissioner, not commissioner Gordon. Alfred, Alfred is here. And Bruce is in his jams. He's wondering how he got back there and in his jams. 
but he's not taking it too, too badly. Alfred is a lot less sassy in this episode. Oh, he's not sassy at all, but he is very helpful in this episode because he, he helps fill in the blanks for me and you and the rest of the viewers going, what's going on here? Alfred just made an assumption that Robin was, in fact, uh, some lady, some broad that oh, Bruce Wayne brought he's, back. He's a playboy. Yeah, because you just, he's like, you just proposed. He'll say, eventually, you proposed to uh, Selena Kyle a week ago. And here he's going to the clock to go to the Batcave, and what is this? There's no Batcave. And Alfred has no idea what Bruce is talking about. And Bruce being a little, like, playful and oddly flirty with Alfred there. Oddly flirty. <laughs> Your father figure, man. Well, he is the butler. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> Bring it back. Oh, God. And Bruce knows that. Oh. Uh-oh. But what he doesn't know is what is his parents doing right there in front of him? Oh, my goodness. Also, I need to point out that there is an end because this is very much on brand because this feels like a Twilight Zone. And there's an episode oh, of the Twilight oh, Zone. Oh, Perchance oh, to Dream. Yeah. It doesn't really have much to do with the, It's not as, as much to do with this. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, that is a title that comes from other things. So, so he just splashed his face with water. If he's dreaming, did he just pee himself? Maybe he did. It's very, very possible. Maybe they're doing that to him while he's out. <laughs> like maybe the mad well, spoilers for the Unmad Hatter's got his hand in the hand and, in the bowl and of water. The, he's doing the that thing. Water. Or they're doing that thing where they put the uh, the the shaving cream on his on his hand and then they tickle his nose and he does <laughs> one of these things. They're just messing with him. Wham! Yeah, that's what's going on. And here, Thomas Wayne is such a delightful man in this episode. Is he not? <laughs> I mean, he is. He is. He's okay. Very, he, he likes his golf. And is Bruce living with his parents still? Uh, he's living at uh, at Wayne Manor. So I guess he is living with his parents. Still. Well, they seem to apparently Bruce is just does nothing right because the, there seems to be this uh, Alfred's like, well, you run the company, but you don't really run the company. Like yeah, you don't really yeah. do anything. He mentions Lucia Fox there, by the way, too. So he is living like the playboy life of like, he, he doesn't really have responsibility. He's basically like Prince Adam. He's just kind of hanging around the castle. Mm -hmm. And yeah. now he's just like, well, what? This isn't what I, and it's all weird to him. Very much, and I'll talk about this later, he's very much Batman. Like he's like, he, I need to figure this out. This doesn't make sense to me and I yeah. have to figure it out. This is like a half hour of Batman. I know it's Bruce. Bruce. But yeah. it's really Batman trying to figure out what is this world I'm in? It doesn't make sense mm -hmm. to me. And he is the world's greatest detective, so if anybody's going to figure it out, it's going to be it him. It will be him. Man, that's such a yellow shirt. That is. It's like yellower than like a Dwight Schrute shirt there. That's what he does. That's his job. He sits in, in very his anxious. office. Yeah. <laughs> and here comes Selena, who here sounds a comes. lot like his mom. I'm not oh. such a fan of this look. I... I don't, I don't really care for it, especially for Catwoman. Yeah, it doesn't really mesh with some of the other... I know what they're going just, for, but... Are they going for, like, a Michelle Pfeiffer thing here? No, it's just something about, like, the, the shoulder... She's kind of got shoulder pads or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just I'm not too much a fan of the look of that. I, I thought she was going to be in this episode a little bit more than she was. Cause yeah. Because they're, they're about to get married. I thought that would be more of a right. plot point. Oh, here comes Batman. How well, is there a Batman? This is really what it's about. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, Bruce and, and, and Batman. It's like when Luke Skywalker goes into that tree and fights himself. Right. Yeah. Symbolism. 
Now Bruce is running like a madman outside. Oh, and he has Catwoman in tow. If you notice, the signs are look like gibberish in the background. Oh, yeah, I didn't that notice that. That's key yeah. plot point. It's a big hint of things to come. Did Batman just grab him with his blood, with did. his uh, crotch. <laughs> I like that Bruce he's, has to admit that Batman is amazing. Well, I mean, he is. Yeah, he's like, I guess I. I mean, I guess he is. It's gonna be a, a huge like mind. Oh, that his ass came right at Ooh, the screen yeah. there. The Dark Knight's behind. His butler came right at the screen. Oh no! <laughs> Can't park there. There's just <laughs> there's a fire hydrant. He spun him right round, baby, Maybe right, right round. round. Batman and just kind of stood there, like, waiting for his close-up. And Bruce is just kind of creeping on him. Lots of water going everywhere. Uh, that's a fun animation there, the water coming down on the guy running from Batman. What is up with Catwoman's hat? Yeah, I'm not a fan of the hat. I would pull a James Cameron and rip that hat right off of Kate Winslet's that, head and throw it right off the Titanic. Is that, like, an Art Fletcher thing, or...? Yeah, it's probably based on the old, the, the, the Fleischer animation. Fleischer, Fleischer. Yeah, that's probably what they're going for. It just looks weird on her head. Yeah, it, it looks it looks unnecessary, too, yeah. in my opinion. And for what we've established, I mean, I know she's a different character. That's yeah. sort of what she doesn't, she just, she's not Catwoman, yeah. as she just said. She doesn't recognize the name, so. Yeah, he, he's about to marry her, like like he just did in the comics about a month ago, which they're already divorced, but that's so, a different story. But this is interesting. So are we saying that if... Bruce Wayne's parents hadn't have died, that Selena Kyle would not have became Catwoman? I think that's kind of implied, yeah. Maybe they're... That's very interesting. Maybe they stayed alive long enough to, like, put her in a good orphanage or something like that. Or perhaps, like, she saw him and was like, that led her to... But it seems like her life went in a different direction. Maybe Bruce being a more... You know, not that's not his nightly... He doesn't have nightly duties. Mm -hmm. He's just, like, a guy. So yeah. her life would go differently, maybe. And here's Leslie Tompkins... Who, Great to see her pop in here. Good to see a cameo from. They still got the gr the grandmother version of Leslie Thompson mm -hmm. going on right now. I know, like in Gotham, it was the ch the chick from Deadpool, which Leslie Tompkins. Yes, Marina Bakara. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It was before Marissa Tomei became hot Aunt May. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about here? Oh. Uh, so she's saying that he has a delusion, like a, he's disassociating and thinking that he was Batman. He's not Batman. He's more comfortable with himself. Yeah. And he, he smiled to kind of show that yes. maybe he can be happy. Yes. He's about to, I think, give his dad a really nice hug. I think this, is, very, is. this is a very important part of the episode. This is where the uh, shiitake hits the fan. The mushroom. The, the mushroom. Yeah. So here's a nice joke. Isn't there like a nice joke here? We're going, we have an appointment, son. Doesn't that happen? I have or am no I just idea. making that up? What, what, what's Alfred just cleaning that uh, clock for? He like does that? he does everything with yeah. his little feather duster. I hate this part. Good, because then we'd be both crazy. <laughs> Backaches are fake. My life is a dream. Oh, you have no idea, Bruce. You have no idea. I do miss Sassy Alfred, though. And here we go. Batman uh -oh. is back on the case. <laughs> oh, no. In, in this world, I'm dyslexic. Not even <laughs> in Bruce Wayne's dreams can he... He can't can rest. He just he let to... it go. He just has to be Batman. I feel like he goes a little overboard here, though. 
Yeah. Like this yeah. is just. Well, I, I like it when it gets. I like the nutty part of this where him. But I also well, we'll talk. I'll talk about. I also wish there was more human stuff in yeah. in him as well. But I, yeah, you know, I love both characters. So. I feel I feel like this would have made a great two parter. It, I feel it like would have a lot of stuff that could have done. Yeah, there. I think you're right. I think if I have anything negative any thoughts say, about yeah. this, it's like this. I this should be a movie. Yeah, like because and, you can then flash back to things that happened but didn't happen. And and that's one thing that I put in my uh, my Martha moments. I feel like there's a huge opportunity they missed out by having like a bunch of villains show up. As well, because mm-hmm. you know, it's, he's gonna dream about Joker. He's gonna dream about right. the Penguin and all. Did that. DC watch this episode and like put this in, make this a whole movie? Yeah. Like you could do so many things with like a a, a different like a, a different life for Bruce and like yeah, there could still be a villain who's behind it. And well, they had something similar called a uh, well, Flashpoint, but it was yep. uh, where uh, Thomas Wayne was Batman in that alternate reality. So now he's gone crazy against against himself. So and he's just destroying everything. Yeah. Don't don't hit your dad. He's such a good man. Now it's full on Twilight Zone. We've got yeah. a man running through the streets in the third act, just like you know. Listen to me. I this isn't right. Did they get the name from the Twilight Zone episode? I would imagine that they. Did. I couldn't find any proof of that, but I was. I, well, isn't perchance well it's perchance the dream was originally. Is that Shakespeare? Oh, uh, it might be. I think that's Shakespeare. It might be Shakespeare. Yeah. It sounds like a Shakespeare thing. Uh, <laughs> found, randomly found a grappling hook. I think he's still got a suit on while he's buying this. <laughs> that shows you how mad he is. That now he's he's more dressed. Oh, like, now he's he, got his he's, Dexter outfit on, where yeah. he's gonna go out and build a kill room. He's gonna. He, we we went to a kill room last week. Oh, we went to a smash room last week. That's right. We went to a smash room. Could well, we could have killed somebody. Could have right? killed somebody. They really trust people in that room. Uh oh, here comes cops. The cops can read his. Uh... Well, they're a part of the. Yeah. Because they're just part of the matrix. They're part of the matrix. Yeah. Ah, you beat me to mm-hmm. it. Mr. Anderson. I love that there's an animation coming up soon of him climbing up a, a tower. Mm. Gives me like a quick, like, Batman 66 vibe. It's really good. <laughs> Those cops are out of shape. He can't climb a fence. That guy can't climb like that. Well, yeah, I think this should have been two episodes. There yeah, we that's go. That's very much like that. Here we go. Yeah, he's walking up the side. And they have that line of like, the guy moves like Batman. It got the moves like Batman. Batman. It got the moves, moves like, like Batman. Bat dance. I couldn't get them to play Bat dance at my wedding. Oh. Unfortunate. What about Party Man? Also from the oh, Batman soundtrack. Oh, I do not have Party Man. Or what about the... What's, what's your favorite Batman uh, soundtrack song? Um, I really like Bad Dance. I like Hold Me, Throw Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. Oh, oh, I... Kiss from a Rose for me. All that. I love... I think it's Face to Face from Batman Returns, Susie the Banshees, and Danny Elfman. Mm-hmm. I think that's right up there with me with Bad Dance. And I also like the U2 song. Yeah. And I, I like, like that Smashing like, Pumpkins song from the fourth uh, thing. It's not cool to like his stuff anymore, but R. Kelly's Gotham City is really good, too. City of God. City of God. And now we are at, it looks like the Notre Dame or something here. 
Sanctuary. Well, we all would like to end these Batman things in some kind of weird Oh, here's the arc that I like a lot, too. I always remember the bell tower. I was like, that one with, ends with the bell tower, and there's a gargoyle. I guess it's kind of referencing the 89 movie in a way, maybe. Here we go. Look at that climb. I can almost hear the, the, the music. <laughs> He got up there quick, though. Got to give it to him. For somebody who's not Batman in this world, he's still very Batman-like. So earlier they said Robin, so there's no Robin in this world. Because... Yeah. We've only had Robin on one episode so sure. far. We skipped ahead and found him, but he's only been on one. He probably would have had a bad ending. Yeah. Because his parents I mean, would have still Robin died. Robin usually does still, on these things. He wouldn't have had Batman to keep him... That, that's a very Flasher-esque close-up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this whole scene's like gold. Bat, I love the Batman silhouette there. I like it when they simply, he's just simply drawn, like with just yeah. the eyes. and. Great cut to the third act. If there was ever a cut to a third act, it was, it was yeah, that. That one. And now he's battling himself like Luke and Dagobah. But who is under that mask? Like Christopher Reeves fighting himself in the third Superman film. Is it the third or the fourth that's one? That's the third one. I think, oh, the yeah. Richard that's Pryor. That's the Richard one. Pryor one where yeah. he fight. That's the highlight of that movie where he fights himself in the in the trash, uh, garbage, whatever it is. He knew he was right when he read the paper. What that doesn't make sense. See, reading is a function of the right side of the brain, while dreams come from the left side. It's like, huh? Bruce, just enjoy yourself and stop. <laughs> we should dream a little bit. Yes, just yes, just go with it, okay? And then wake up. No, I have to... It really is like a, a Twilight Zone character is also like this, where they come consume. They... It, yeah, it's, it's just like, I, but I, I must tell you, you, don't you listen yeah. to me, there's something on the wing! Yeah, know? it becomes like mania. Yeah, it, it become, he is totally manic at this point. And now it's raining really hard, which it wasn't doing a minute ago. The drama keeps picking up. But my whole thing is, if this is supposed to be a dream-making machine, how does he see Mad Hatter on there? Couldn't it just be any villain? I mean, I guess it could, but the, he is, the Mad Hatter is behind it. Yeah. So, this episode also doesn't end with most dream things end with you, it's a dream you can do whatever you want. Yeah, and we don't really do that. We do we go a different way of getting out of it, which is sort of I like the way they appreciate it. And it's Jervis Tetch. Isn't this interesting? Because so this episode is it's only been three uh, episodes later. No, right? it's, it's uh, two episodes later. That that really doesn't happen in this show. Yeah. Normally, it's like you establish you establish Harley, and then. 15 episodes later, you have Harley again. Mm -hmm. They must have really liked the Hatter. Mm -hmm. Or they just had him... Uh, who did the voice? Roddy uh, McDowell? Roddy McDowell. They must have just had him there and was like, let's hey, do another a, one. You don't have do that two? much. It's just the third yeah. act. <laughs> How did he make this machine? Did they tell him? No. I mean, I mean, he did create a... Yeah, he did the... A yeah. mind control card. It does so. kind of... It, it, it kind of tracks yeah, for tracks him when you really version, think about it. Sure. Yeah. It just feels like the Mad Hatter did this, but like he has all the the know how, and it it does feel like it's kind of 
appropriate. Can you see kids being into this episode today? No. I don't. Uh, the, no. That, this one and the last one we watched, Cape and Cow Conspiracy, I just... I mean, this one... It feels is, like it's just for us. This <laughs> one is deep in regret. It's yeah. like the whole life that this man could have led. And but, also, but no, spoiler, he chooses, he's about to commit suicide. But he, yeah, 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 that's how he gets it. But he chooses justice. And it's like, no, this is... So this is probably the best place to say this, but um, there we, we of course are going to see that Bruce is strapped down to a table. Uh, that's and the way he gets out is through death. Yeah. Uh, once I made a movie that borrowed heavily from I was those things. If we the, were, the, uh, yes, bring that up. the day I met her does take from some of this stuff. I don't think it, it was all just. It wasn't like I referenced it, but like you, this stuff gets trapped in your mind, yeah. and like when you're doing that, like the way to get out of this is, is death. But that's how they do it, which is impressive because this is just something that aired at five o'clock when I was eating okra with my parents. <laughs> and it's not intended just, for seven year olds and up. Yeah, <laughs> normally it's like you can. This is your dream. You can control it, but that's that's not what they do. Hey, like all the the rain going on outside. It, it's great. It just captures the whole mood perfectly. And he never he never says what he's going to do, but he's like, "What if you're yeah? What if you're wrong?" So you want to say, "Hey, you want to see him?" He wants you. She should say, "I'll see you in hell," but he <laughs> says, "I'll see you in your nightmare." Oh, that, that works too. That it works. works. I just I just want to hear Kevin read that. Kevin Gomer said, "Yeah, yeah. Now, here he goes falling yeah. to his death, and he's a pancake." And but he wakes he up wake mm-hmm. with his mask still on. Yep. He could have did that too. He could have said who are you find out who he is and that's probably confused when i watched it originally he was like does mad hatter know my secret identity and he's like oh no he's just in your head yeah then how are you in here mad hatter no it makes it makes sense to me i mean you have to reveal the bad guy well you know one thing that i don't like i don't like that his thugs there aren't dressed as like uh as like playing cards and things i would have preferred that but but I love him saying, like, I was going to give you the life you wanted to get you out of mine. Like, that's, well, that's genius. A good, that's a great line. I yeah. love it. There it is right there. <laughs> and, and he just gives. He's like, yeah. no. That, doesn't I, even fight. He's like, I got nothing else. Yeah. That's what I had. And it was foolproof. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't go for yeah. it. I lost and I admit it. <laughs> and there's Commissioner Gordon. I have a friend who's a cat named Commissioner Gordon. There you go. That's me getting it in. <laughs> I always think that this ending, that line is going to be cheesy, but the way he reads it, it's just like, oh my God, oh my God, it's just so good. I love it. Yeah. It doesn't really work. It's like, that seems so on the nose, and then you hear him say it, um, and it's it's friggin' perfect. Perfect. And that is Perchance to Dream, Jimmy. And right there, we just watched the end of the episode, but tell me, Jimmy, how bad... Oh, no! Oh, no! This won't happen when I have an actual desk. The microphone just fell. But Jimmy, tell me how Batman begins. Jimmy, every episode of Batman the Animated Series has a title card that shows what's to come in the episode. What did you think of the title card for Perchance to Dream? More like Perchance to Nightmare. It's not good. It's just a bunch of fluffy clouds. But when you mix it with the Hatter's whimsical theme... Which I never picked up on that until now. That, that That's the Hatter's theme. Uh, it gives off kind of a weird aura. And I, I kind of like it. But I just don't know if it's what this episode needed. I don't. I, I just didn't think it really 
worked. I wish it were like a picture of the Wayne family yeah, broken yeah, or oh, like yeah. something a little more on the nose and, and dramatic, maybe. I don't know. Speaking of dramatic, holy speech bubble, Batman. <laughs> Jimmy, there's a lot of good lines in this episode, but what line is your favorite? Uh, so Bruce has a lot of great readings at the end where he's just going mad. Uh, an officer, a policeman, says to him, uh, Mr. Wayne, your parents are very concerned about you. Please come with us. Bruce says, very well. But not right now. And he runs off. It's <laughs> yeah, very, yeah. It's a very fun, like, it, it's like not childlike <laughs> yeah. reading yeah. Uh, that I, I love. Um, Alfred, uh, I, Alfred says at one point to Bruce. Uh, picked an Alfred quote and I didn't. I did pick one. Um, it's not so much the full line. It's just a little part. Perhaps morning coffee will clear the cobwebs. I think I've said that a few times in my <laughs> life. I just like the way it sounds. And finally, my favorite line, because it kind of sums up so much uh, about Batman for me, uh, Bruce says at the end to Matt, Matt Hatter, I won't live a lie no matter how attractive you make it. Nice. Such yeah. a Batman That's, uh, line. That one almost, uh, I almost put you that one. You won't give in to being just a normal human being that encompasses Batman have to be Batman and it's genius genius yeah my favorite line is the very last line of the episode you actually brought it up a minute ago it's Gordon and Batman are looking at the dream machine and Jim asks Batman what he thinks that machine is and Batman says yes the stuff dreams are made of it just as you said earlier the reading of it it should be cheeky on paper it is cheeky as hell but his delivery it makes it legendary because it's that line is from is it the Maltese Falcon yeah Maltese Falcon uh, and yeah. Humphrey Bogart says mm -hmm. it so yeah even more if being a reference it should be cheesy and it, I think it's the reading I think it's that reading of just like yeah I gave that up and that was the life I wanted but this is my reality so and Jimmy wait till they get a load of me wing freak Terrorizes. Wait till they get a load of me. What's <laughs> your favorite character in Perchance to Dream? I don't see how it couldn't be uh, Batman or Bruce. Both of them. Um, and how, uh, I mean, who else would be your favorite character besides Batman? Alfred. This episode? Did you pick Alfred? I picked Alfred. Oh my he god, helped, really? He helped, he helped uh, you know, he helped put in the blanks and stuff like that. He Helped the crowd r realize what's going on. He helped Bruce okay. along. I thought he was very helpful. But not Batman in this episode. I, that's so I Bruce put, and Batman. I put intro. Bruce as my Condiment King Award winner. Oh my gosh, really? So about the Condiment King Award. Yeah, I put Bruce Wayne. Just I can't because, wait to hear this. Well, he got so angry at the end. As we talked earlier, he was he had kind of like a bout of mania. He was yeah. just too over the top. Too. I'm like, it's great. It's great. But in terms of the episode. He's my least favorite character because he makes me feel very uncomfortable there and that stuff. He's just throwing the books down because you can't read all of a sudden. I picked Commissioner Gordon because he's only in it for five seconds and now I have to wedge in the reference to my friend's <laughs> cat because of it. But honestly, Brandon, everyone in this Everyone's episode good. Everyone's is good. pretty solid to me. I couldn't come up with anyone chance. Maybe the phony Batman. Uh, the fake Batman at the end, who I Jervis guess Batman. I guess is actually Jervis Tetch. Even though um, he had like that chin before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe a fake phony Batman. But it's a Batman. dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. But Jimmy, let's get nuts. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's get nuts, Jimmy. What were your favorite moments from Perchance to Dream? And I have a feeling there's multiple. Uh, it is a lot of the, when we do these. Watching it, I probably said throughout what I really liked. 
Um, but I love the reveal of the Hatter. Yes, me too. Um, I do want to point out that there is a voice that pops up a lot in this episode. It's the voice of Brian Cummings. No Who, relation. Uh, not at all. What? To Jim. Oh, to Jim Cummings. Yes, yeah. uh, that's right. But he does do some Disney stuff. Yeah, he does. He did a lot of voiceovers, but is more well-known as a trailer guy, mainly for Disney. He was the one that would do the VHS trailers. Coming soon to home video. Oh, I didn't know that was him. Uh, yeah, when you hear that, cool. you're just like, yeah, that's the guy. He, he was the, one of the police officers at the end. Uh, so, yeah, I really like hearing his voice uh, pop up throughout this episode. It's good, good for you, Brian Cumming. I love the plot. I love the action. I love the beginning car chase. I love Alfred. Uh, the clues on the signs, uh, signs up in Gotham City where you couldn't read it was mm-hmm. a great kind of that like, was nice. Ob- and I didn't even catch that. Obvious. It was like an obvious thing in plain view, but still very easy to miss. Uh, the climbing animations that Batman was doing, uh, the Batman Bruce fight, that Mad Hatter reveal. And I love that Bruce kills himself to wake up. I loved it like, so much. I, I loved it so much. I put it in a film. Yes, you did. <laughs> but Jimmy, we love those moments. But what were some of the Martha moments for you? And perchance to dream. Martha, why did you say that name? Oh, stop! Please stop! Why did you say that name? It's his mother's name. So I'm going to kind of get deep with this a little bit. And I don't normally do this on these podcasts. All right. Um. I talked about it a little bit through the commentary. There's a part in the middle of the episode where Bruce says, all right, this is my life. And he hugs his dad and he has those moments that you know he's always wanted. But he is so Batman that he can't enjoy it. Um, It doesn't distract from the episode for me. But there was a time in my life when I had dreams very similar to this dream not that i'm batman but i would dream that my life went in a different direction and i'm i'm not batman though i didn't care if it was a dream i didn't want to wake up so i wish that i wish i could identify more with bruce in this episode um but he again again he is so batman and has to solve this crime i just wish he were a little more human and that there was more of that uh, in that part of the episode. I guess that's why I don't mind the mania at the end. Because to me, it becomes a Twilight Zone episode and gets away from what I wish it could. Again, this could should have been a movie. Yeah. And it would have... Or at least a two-part episode. Because at 5 o'clock, when I'm eating my okra, you're not going to dip into, you know, this is what I always want. Yes, it's fake. Crisis. Yes, it's yeah. fake. But I don't care. I just want my parents here. You're not going to get into that. It's going to be more plot-driven. And I, as someone who is, uh, has had these sort of dreams, I wish I could, I wish Bruce could have a little more fun, uh, and not just be Batman all the time. That's, that's a very good point. Doesn't take that. away from the episode. This episode is great. Oh, it's um, But as an good. adult, I see it a little bit differently. Yeah. My, my only Martha moments for this episode is I just, I, I've already actually said them. I think it could have used some more time, like a two part episode mm-hmm. and also, thought it was a perfect opportunity to have a bunch of villains in it, and uh, they really didn't go for that. So, But other than that, it's pretty uh, near perfect, in my opinion, the whole episode. But, Jimmy, what grade do you give this episode? And, Jimmy, please uh, tell our listeners how we grade each individual episode here on Almost Got Em. Well, I come up with some things that uh, we could put at the end and say, you know, five out of five, and it's it's specific to this episode. I really didn't want to do this one, but I couldn't come up with anything else. We were going with the ingredients of what dreams are made of. Mm, (laughs) It's my Price is Right losing horn. (laughs) 
but it just kind of worked out that way. So what grade, how many out of five ingredients of what dreams are made of did you give perchance to dream? Um, I, and I really like this episode. Um, and again, I'm not going to hold anything against it as far as what it's not doing. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking of what I've given big grades to in the past, and I don't keep track of these things. Yeah. Um, and I know it's not quite to the level of some of those, but it's still very high. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I am going to give it... Four ingredients of what dreams are made of. I give it 4.5 ingredients of what dreams are made of. It's, it's almost it's, there. It's, it's almost perfect, there. but there's something something that it doesn't quite get you to the finish line. Um, but it's so good. It's I definitely think there was a, worth checking out. I think there's just a deeper connection that we're, we're maybe missing yeah, that we're yeah. kind of wanting. Um, but it's, it's a really great episode. Um, and really the backbone of what the Batman character is. And so. I, I still can't believe they put this on a, on a kid's show. Yes, back yes. Then, it in just, 1992, uh, no less. Because it is really dealing with a man struggling with regret and how to, to deal with it in a way. And yeah. that's just not something that DuckTales came on before this <laughs> and Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Um, just phenomenal. It, and it's why we're still talking about this goddamn show <laughs> 30 whatever years later. So Exactly 30 years exactly later. Exactly 30 years. We yeah. are going to... We are going to celebrate the official 30th anniversary of Batman, the animated series, right now, Jimmy. I recently asked you to rank every villain that we've encountered in the last 26 episodes of this podcast. Uh, and you're going to tell me your rankings of them from least favorite to your most loved. There's mm -hmm. 20 of them, and I'm going to go ahead and give the listeners all 20 of them uh, out of order right now. All right. Before we both give our rankings. Uh, those villains include Catwoman, Red Claw, Man Bat, Mr. Freeze, Clayface, Joker, Harley Quinn, Rupert Thorne, Roland Daggett, Poison Ivy, Scarecrow, The Clock King, Two-Face, The Penguin, Killer Croc, Nostromos, Boss Biggest, Matt, Mad Hatter, The Riddler, and Baron Josick, which is Zaya Wormwood. So we... That's a lot of villains. We took all 20 of those villains, and we are going to tell you our least favorite to most favorite. And I'm, I'm going to just go down the list. Um, You're I'm, starting. We're going to go back and forth. I'm going okay. to just say, uh, who I, got number 20 on your list? I wonder if our... I think our first one might... Be, Probably if we start same. with the lowest one? Yeah, number 20. Okay, I think our lowest one might be the same. Maybe. I put Boss Biggest. I also put Boss oh, Biggest. That's horrible. Number 19... Who you have. Okay, so this was a bit of a toss-up because it had to be one or the other, and they're kind of swappable for me. I I have Rupert Thorne. Okay, okay. I put Baron Josick and Josiah Wormwood. As, okay. okay. I just They were kind of nothing villains that, for me. That makes sense. That makes sense. At number 18, for me, I put Rupert Thorne. Well, that one I put Roland Daggett. Okay, okay. Because to me, they're similar in a way. They're very, very similar, and I'll tell you why Daggett got higher with me in a minute. Uh, number 17, I have Nostromos. I'm sure you'll have him high. I did, because I was a fan. Oh, um, I have, I have Killer Croc. Okay, that, that that's it. I just, uh, he's fine in these, but it's just... He doesn't stand out, yeah. It's really almost got great, him. That is great profile, the, though. The, the, the Killer Clock episode for me. Not Killer Clock, but Killer Croc. <laughs> no, uh, number 16, I have Roland Daggett. And the reason I put him so much higher than Rupert Thorne is because he's the late, great Ed Asner. 
That, oh, that's a good reason. That's a good reason. Who do you have at 16? I, then that one, I have the Baron Josek and Josiah Warren. But I guess because I just watched that episode, it was fresh, fresh in my mind. mind. Yeah. Uh, and it is, a, a, their function in the episode is fine. Uh, and I just like the episode, so I put them a little higher than, fair, fair. than some other ones. Uh, number 15, I have the Red Claw. Number 15, I have Nostromos. Oh, okay. I thought you were, I was afraid you were going to put him in your top five. No, because he did. He tickled me. I didn't like him that much, but okay. I was kind of tickled by his, his chicanery. He had a, so. he had a nice uh, design, too. Yeah. Uh, number 14, I put Killer Croc. Who did you put? Uh, I have the Riddler. Oh, he's kind of lower than I thought he'd he be He's lower, because as I've Glover. said before, I love John Glover, but uh, something about... And something missing. But... The, the makers of this agree with me, yeah. obviously, how long are they pushed him off. Uh, so, yeah, just not, yeah, it's fine, but. Hmm. Uh, number 13, I put Man Bat. Uh, for that, I have the Penguin. Penguin? Yeah, yeah. okay, that's pretty close to what I have. Before. Love the voice, uh, just not crazy about uh, the some of the design elements. No. And the uh, and also he was in the uh, Batman in My Basement episode. That's true. That's and some of these are just hurt by that's the episode we watched so far, yeah. and that's probably not the best appearance of the penguin. So uh, that's why I have number twelve so low as it is. Uh, I have Scarecrow. Uh, I feel like his first episode's horrible. For that, I have Red Claw because Red Claw is hot as fuck. Hot. So, <laughs> so a little bit higher than probably normal. Kate Mulgrew is great in that that role too. Yes, statuesque uh, woman with a with a with a nice chin and and a tattoo and a tattoo will be uh, higher on the list than. Probably should be. So, there you go. Number 11, I have Penguin. Uh, I think for that one, I'm just following along with uh, going the opposite way. I have Mad and Bat. All right. Who is higher because that episode was the first episode and, uh, or the first one I watched. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah means a lot. Great design on him. Yes. Uh, number 10, I've got Catwoman. Agreed. I have Catwoman, who to me so far is not a villain. She's just kind of there. She's kind of yeah. there, even though I love Adrian Barbeau and yeah, like yeah, a lot of great, things about but... the design. She's kind of there, especially in this episode. She is just she she's is the definition just of there. just there. Uh, number nine, I have Mad Hatter. Uh, for that, I have Scarecrow. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, number eight, I put the Riddler, who you had much further down. That is true. That might be so far. Is that the first? Is that the one that's the most I, off? I think so. Uh, Poison Ivy comes in at that in that I, slot. I have Poison Ivy for number seven. For that, I have uh, Clayface, who are oh. probably neck and neck. I think that Clayface episode is one of my favorites. I love it, yeah. so that's probably why Clayface is higher than even Poison Ivy, who I also love. I put uh, Harley Quinn in number six for me. All right, for that, I and I'm surprised that... Uh, that's Two-Face. I'm kind of surprised. Two-Face! I thought he'd be much higher. I, I, thought, I thought so, too. I thought so, too. I, I don't know why he's very lower. very concerned there. I don't know why, but as I put them together... Two face ranked at that. Okay, I, I, wait a minute. I'm looking at the ones left over. I can. It I probably can makes see. sense for for me. It's really the top. Everybody's top six is the same, pretty much. I think, yeah, but it's uh, different areas. Yeah. Uh, number. So, so did we do just do five? Um. Which one did you have? Two face at five or six? Uh, now I'm all messed up. <laughs> I think two face was six. Okay, so number five, I have Clayface. Okay, four and five are tied. Oh, okay. Because what am I going to do with Joker and Harley? Am I going to break them up? Can't do that. So I made them tied. Okay, okay. I just, I just can't. I am, I am surprised Joker didn't get your number one. 
No, with these episodes we watched, there was other ones that stood out a little bit more. I, I'm, I'm think I'm grading the episodes more than I'm That's grading. I'm, I'm grading on the characters. The, the, well, the episodes character. are definitely involved. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, no, my number four is Clock King. Um, my number three, I'm guessing this is going to be your number one, Mister Freeze. Well, I'm not going to spoil what my number one is quite yet, but I will say my number three is the Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter. Okay. That's another one that's a little off, that one's way, a little way off, off yeah. as far as uh, that. Yeah, Mr. Freeze, if I was picking based on episodes, I'd pick him as number one, but the reason I'm, that he doesn't make number one for me personally is he only shows up in one episode so far. Okay. Uh, my number two is, you have to put Two-Face at two or he's going to get so mad at you. Well... He, he's he, he. I can't come up with a clock pun because Clock King is my number two. Oh, yes. And but who is number one for Jimmy? Mine is Mr. Freeze. There's Mr. Freeze. Mine yes. is the Joker. Just because, okay. Uh, Mark Hamill is Mark Hamill, and he, we've seen a bunch of episodes with him in it already. So, and if I had to uh, make this less episode centric, that would probably I'd probably. Oh no! I still couldn't break up Joker and Harley. They'd be tied for one, uh, and then we'd go into the rest. Probably then, then Two Face, uh, and then probably uh, Mad Hatter and um, uh, Clock King. So, yeah. well, if, finally, we're going to play one last uh, quick little game here. Uh, these are the top fifteen episodes of Batman the Animated Series according to IMDb. Oh, interesting. New Adventures is not included, so don't uh, give me, like, uh, Over the Edge or Mad Love. Okay. But I'm going to read off the top 15. What do you think will be the top five uh, episodes? Don't have to be in any order. Well, what do you think uh, Almost the top Got Him, uh, Heart of Glass, um, Ice, Heart of Ice, uh, the, 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 one of the two faces or both two faces. Um, what's another one that is... Is remember maybe maybe perchance the dream that seems like that would be up there, uh, uh, Harley and Ivy. Uh, that's just me throwing out five that I think would be higher on on pretty much everyone's list. So. Very very interesting. They're all on the top fifteen, mm. but not all the top five. I will say though, you did really well. well. I'll tell you that in a minute. So we're gonna go down them, and I'm gonna see. Uh, a quick thought from you on each episode. Let's see okay. if you remember all these episodes. Too. Well, I know which each episode is pertaining yeah. to. I hope uh, this one I don't really remember. I am the knight. It's about guns. I know somebody actually gets shot on there. Uh, I know that title, mm -hmm. uh, but I can't I don't know much about it. I right can't stick it up to, to the, what episode that is quite yet. Yeah. Uh, number fourteen, Joker's favor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the no, first Joker. That was the, the first, first Joker, Joker okay, and so, first Harley Quinn. Yeah. Okay, so that's oh, and she wheels out. Where she says cake. Jimmy. Okay, that's, yeah, okay. That that's important uh, in my oeuvre. Number 13 is Second Chance. I don't remember. It's a uh, Two-Face episode. Um, I think he's ghost good for part of okay, it. Okay, yeah, I remember that. That is a good one, yeah. Uh, number 12, Feet of Clay. We've done that one. Okay, that would be high on mine. Uh, number 11, Harley Quinade. I've heard you talk about that one. Oh, that's the one where, that's the one where Harley helps uh, Batman and Robin, and it has this wonderful, like that. that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. That that would make a that would make a great tattoo, wouldn't it? Yes. Uh oh. So uh, number number ten, we have Harley and Ivy. Okay. We did recently. Uh, number nine is the Laughing Fish. Classic. Eight is Robin's Reckoning, which I love that one. That's uh, Robin's whole is that a two origin. Part? One yeah. and two. Okay. Is his origin story. Uh, number seven, the man who killed Batman. Okay. I think that one might be coming that up. That one's coming up. Yeah. Um, 
Number six, Beware the Grey Ghost. I oh, thought you were going to put that in your top that's five. That's coming up, too. That is a good one. And as for the top five, you got four of the top five right. I don't know what uh, n- Number five is Perchance to Dream, okay. which we just watched today. Number four is Heart of Ice, not mm-hmm. Glass. Heart of Glass, yeah. Three is the one you missed, uh, the, the Trial. Oh, three, yes. Which I trial. love the trial. Yes. Yeah, that is, a, that is a very good one. You got all your friends in that one. So. And uh, two is Two-Face. And one, can you guess it? Where we live at? We live at Harley and Ivy? No. What, what? Almost got him. Almost got Okay. Okay, yeah. So those are what, according to IMDb, are the top 15 best episodes of Batman the Animated Series. Is there any episode you think should have been on that list? I, I mean, I really like the Hatter one, and I liked uh, Clock King. I know that wouldn't be high on the, that list. Clock King I would put on there. Um, those yeah. stuck out to me as being ones that I really like from the ones we've watched uh, so far. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, it's been a great episode yet again of Almost Got Him, a podcast about Batman the Animated Series. Can you tell our fine listeners at home where you can listen to our podcast? Uh, yes, you have several options in listening to our podcast. You can go online to uh, YouTube uh, and go to IP Films, and you can, uh, they are there. Um, but probably a better way to do it, which most people would do, is uh, get online to uh, one of the, the Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice, Spotify, those are all different places you can use. And uh, click subscribe to the podcast, so that way you don't have to search for it. It just comes up every time you... Uh, we upload one. It goes right to your little phone, and you can put in your little headphones. <laughs> like everything's getting little here. You can put one in your little ear <laughs> and listen to our little voices. Uh, so that's the way to do it. Also, I would say this, uh, to go to uh, Facebook and type in Almost Got Him, and uh, eventually, uh, probably either some weird things will come up, uh, but you'll find one that has a picture of Batman and go, this is probably it. And you can follow that page and get all our updates when the new podcasts drop. Uh, they'll be there as well. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. So definitely... Add us on Facebook, YouTube, everywhere that you can find us. I'm going to go get married, Jimmy. I think you're going to come with me to that. And when I get back from my honeymoon, we'll do some more podcasts for Almost Got Em, a podcast about Batman the Animated Series. Brandon, I know that, and I don't know this person, this isn't some kind of anecdote, but I sometimes marriage can be a nightmare, but for you, it will most definitely be a dream. That's what I wish upon you. Things that dreams are made of. I don't think there's a better ending than that. That's it. See you next time. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast.